wine, and oil. Did you notice that the Good Samaritan poured wine and oil into the wounds of the injured man he found by the wayside? Wine and oil have medicinal qualities which were greatly valued in the ancient world. But there was also a spiritual reason why wine and oil were used, as the fathers of the church explained the parable. This hurt man symbolizes fallen humanity after original sin. At the instigation of the devil, sin had robbed humanity of God's gifts of grace. Man was stripped of his heavenly inheritance, ravaged by the harmful excesses of sin, and he was left alone to die the eternal death. The priests and Levites of the old law could not help humanity, but Jesus the Good Samaritan, Christ comes to heal man with wine and oil. Wine is a symbol of the Holy Eucharist. Oil is used in several of the other sacraments to give the supernatural graces of spiritual health. Indeed, our heads are anointed with oil at baptism and at confirmation. And once again, with the holy oil of the sick as we pass from this world to the next. So today's gospel can help us better understand the sacraments of extreme unction. The word unction means anointing, and the word extreme is to be understood in its Latin sense. Extreme means final or last. The epistle of St. James describes in detail how this sacrament, instituted by Christ, was already practiced in the very early church. The priest would pray over the sick person, anointing his body with the holy oil in the name of the Lord to cause a spiritual effect in the soul. Just as oil was, in those days, rubbed on the athlete's body so that his opponent could not hold him down, so also does grace strengthen the soul in its final combat with the demons. And just as oil is used in many salves for the healing and the protection of the skin, so also does grace heal the spiritual weakness and depression caused by sin and bad inclinations. In administering the sacrament of extreme unction with this holy oil, the priest anoints with the sign of the cross each one of the five senses of the sick person the eyes, the ears, the nostrils, the lips, and the hands. And the priest says with each anointing, through this holy anointing and through his most tender mercy, may the Lord forgive whichever sins you may have committed by watching, by listening, by speaking, by touching, etc. And if the person is really incapacitated, or if it's an extremely urgent moment when the person can die literally any second, it suffices that the priest makes the sign of the cross with the holy oil on the person's forehead. Now, before this anointing, the sacrament of penance should be received first because extreme unction 
is the completion of the sacrament of penance. But the sins which may have been forgotten in previous confessions, and even the mortal sins which a God-fearing Catholic may be unable to confess at that moment because of unconsciousness or physical incapacity, all of those sins can be forgiven through the sacrament of extreme unction. And the debt of temporal punishment, which remains of sin, may be canceled in whole or in part, depending on the fervor of the sick person receiving the sacrament of extreme unction. Besides oil, wine was also poured by the Good Samaritan into the wounds of the suffering man. Wine being a symbol of the whole Eucharist. So also does the priest, acting as the Good Samaritan in the person of Christ, give Holy Communion for the last time to the sick person, if he is physically able to receive it, given his condition. And Holy Communion received on one's deathbed is called viaticum, with a V, viaticum, which literally means food for the way. The sacred host is the Eucharistic bread and wine which gives strength on this final journey of life. And every priest is also given the faculty at the hour of death to grant a blessing from the Pope, along with a plenary indulgence which repairs all of the spiritual disorder sin has caused. We call this final blessing from the Pope with a plenary indulgence the apostolic pardon. And so, dear friends, such is the great wealth of sacraments, blessings, and anointings by which the priest acts in the person of Jesus the Good Samaritan to care for a person in the gravest moments at the end of life. And the greatest act of charity which you can do for someone in this life is to make sure that this person is able to receive these sacraments of the church on his deathbed. Each one of us will meet people in our lives who are near death, in a hospital bed or hospice care. Persons whose condition is extreme, like the afflicted man who lay dying on the roadside in today's gospel. And, this sick, and these sick people that you may meet, they might be our parents, aunts and uncles. They might be cousins, neighbors, colleagues we have known for a long time. And when we see them in this state, what do we do? Do we simply pass by and neglect them and their spiritual good, like the Levite in today's gospel? Or when they are in their desperate moments, do we go to them with charity and with tact to ask them if we can bring a priest who will, like the Good Samaritan, pour into the wounds of their soul the wine and the oil of the sacraments? Many times people are afraid to call the priest to their sick loved one, as if the priest were some sort of grim reaper. And this attitude only makes things worse for the sick person. Every time 
I have given the last sacraments to the sick. I've always been amazed at the peace which comes to the person. Extreme unction increases sanctifying grace, deepening that person's friendship with God. The sacramental grace helps the sick to bear with their sufferings with more patience and calm. It's very visible and it can be very impressive to witness that. And sometimes the sacramental grace can even help cure the sickness of the person if such physical healing is helpful for the salvation of the soul. In one case, I recall giving extra unction to the same man three separate times over the years before God finally called him to eternity. So never hesitate to call a priest to visit a sick person. And even if you can, with someone who's not Catholic, you can even ask them if they would like a Catholic priest to visit them. Why not? And while you are now in good health, make your wishes known to your loved ones, to your power of attorney, etc. Make sure now that they know you desire a priest to visit you when your time comes. Extra unction should be given if even a remote danger of death is actually present. For less serious illnesses, you can still call the priest to bring Holy Communion and the blessings of the sick from the Roman ritual of the church. And so, dear friends, don't wait until it's too late. Ask Our Lady and St. Joseph each day for the grace of a holy and happy death with the consolation of the sacraments for you and your loved ones. Pray now that when you will be in your last hour, you may receive wine and oil from Christ the Good Samaritan through the ministry of his priest. And let's do what we can to help others get ready for the life of the world to come in heaven. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.